This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, a, a, a Giants podcast for Giants fans. By Giants fans. It's Sean Morash. Down, down, down the sideline, into the end zone. Touchdown, Giants! From the offseason through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one giant, giant step, step with your host, Sean Morash. All right, welcome into One Giant Step. I am your host, Sean Morash, here on One Giant Step, free on the Odyssey app. Everywhere podcasts are available. Here we are, a Monday night football week, a week that feels like it's going on forever. As a matter of fact, I'm taping this on Thursday morning, September 28th. So we've gotten word, actually Thursday afternoon, we've gotten word Saquon Barkley is on the practice field. So if you're listening to this and already know what's happened with Saquon on the practice field, forgive me. The Giants playing a Monday night game off of a Thursday night game. So we're already now a week removed or about to be a week removed at the time of taping this from the 49er loss and still have another three days to go. The Eagles just did this. They just played on Monday Night Football after playing on Thursday night the week before. This is, I guess, has benefits in terms of the team healing up. Saquon, Andrew Thomas, Bredesen, and the like. Ojalari. But as a fan, this is brutal. I, you know, we're going to go back-to-back football Sundays this early in the year, neither being the bye week with no Giants on a Sunday. It's killing me. It's absolutely killing me. I want to get in the flow of the year. But nonetheless, here we are again. We are going to wake up Monday morning to, you know, everybody reacting to a football Sunday and then spinning it ahead, and you'll get more of the lazy narratives about Daniel Jones never winning primetime games, although he does have one last year versus the Commanders. You'll get more of that. But the bottom line is this. I don't pay attention to that. Uh, I do pay attention, obviously, to a lot of the trends with this team. I believe the following statement, not to be a hot take, but to be true. I believe Monday night is a win-and-in game for the Giants in terms of the playoff position, and it's only week four. This season has been mirrored, if that's the word I'm looking for, in negativity, and rightfully so. PFF has them as the 32nd-ranked offensive line in football. It's hard to imagine that this many resources keep getting poured in, and somehow they're worse. However, Andrew Thomas has only played in one game this year. He is the Giants' best player. The entire offense looks extremely functionable with him and looks unfunctionable without him, despite the fact that they dropped 31 in the second half versus the Arizona Cardinals. Ben Bredesen has has missed the last game and a half. Big deal at left guard for them. This offensive line is going to have to win somewhat in the trenches, and the Seahawks are not quite the defensive line that the Cowboys or 49ers are up front. 
In fact, the Giants shouldn't see a great dominant defensive front like that for a while. Buffalo will be a challenge. Miami will have its problems, but nothing like what the Niners and Cowboys possess. So why do I say this is winning in for our G-men here? Winning in, Sean, what do you First of all, they look like ass in the first three weeks, including that first half versus the Cardinals in a game they won. Uh, what do you mean winning? Well, let's be clear here. I've overdone this, and boy, when you go from Thursday to Monday, you have a lot of time to do this, and you look at the schedule. And there's the classic Mike and the Mad Dog win, loss, win, you know, bit you could play. But here is the truth. We knew coming into the year our hope was the Giants had closed the gap a bit on the Cowboys and Niners. Unfortunately, through three weeks, it appears like that gap has not been closed. Now, that doesn't mean that this team can't evolve throughout the season and give us better hope for closing of the gaps come November, December, and into January. That's still on the table, and we'll see. They play the Eagles two of the last three weeks. We'll worry about that bridge when they get there. The truth of the matter is, though, where do the Giants fall in the next tier? If you almost surrender the fact that you think you're probably not winning this division, and again, if the Giants were in the NFC South, they probably do win the division, but they're not. The Seattle Seahawks are not going to beat out the San Francisco 49ers for the NFC West, but they're a very good football team that's already beaten the Lions and gotten essentially a tie break on them. The Giants will still play the Saints and Packers, teams that could be in this kind of tier that we're talking about. If the Giants win a game on Monday night versus the Seattle Seahawks team, the team in that next rung, the non-Cowboy Niner Eagle rung of the NFC, where the Giants lied last year, if the Giants beat them, I mean, I think it changes everything about the season. Number one, for starters, when you come to chisel out wild card spots down the line, head-to-head, if you guys finish with the same record, the Giants get the tiebreak on the Seattle Seahawks. That's for starters. Number two, well, how do you not take a deep breath and go, okay, They didn't compete enough with the Niners, although they hung in there with the Niners for a while. They didn't compete enough with them or the Dallas Cowboys. But guess what? At home, they beat a team that's supposed to be on their tier and a team that is going to compete for them with the wild card. The next two weeks after this are going to be difficult weeks versus Miami and Buffalo. The Giants don't have to lose both of those games, but even if they did and this game versus Seattle led them to 2-4, and from that point forward, the Giants' season can get rolling and you, the two wins versus the Cardinals and Seahawks become enormous in NFC wins. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. They will play Washington after that. A game they absolutely should win if Sam Howell's still quarterbacking. Have you seen, and cover your ears, Jet fans, if you're listening to this, have you seen the New York Jets here with Zach Wilson? And I don't care if they go to Trevor Simeon or Tim Boyle by the time it gets to that game. The Giants should be winning that football game, even if it's an ugly 16-13 game. At that point, the Giants should be eight games in at three, at four and four. Going forward from there, the Raiders should be a win. Dallas, all right, we'll reinvest. But even if I give you that loss, that's fine. After that, 
the Patriots and Washington in whatever order that amounts to. Yeah, you now you're talking about seven and five in the games the rest of the year. Saints, Packers, Rams, couple with the Eagles. Between the Saints, Packers, and Rams, you can't find two more wins to get you to nine, which should be enough to get you in the playoffs, including tie breaks there with some of those teams, including the Seahawks. The Giants' win will prove the tier they are on on Monday night. It just will, simply. And it will also check the box of a tiebreak. So how do the Giants go about winning this game? Number one, let's see what happens with Saquon Barkley. I don't have high hopes at the time of taping, either that he'll play or how effective he'll be. Now, you still have to count for him if he's on the field, and I understand that. But by getting Andrew Thomas and Ben Bredesen back for this game, the Giants should be able to move the ball a lot better in the passing game. And look, I have been a Daniel Jones defender, and I think the PFF stat was 47.2% of Daniel Jones' dropbacks he has been pressured on by far the most in football and hardly viable to evaluate quarterback play, I believe was the Sam Monson tweet. How do you evaluate quarterback play when you're being pressured that much? It, it becomes almost impossible. Now, a lot of people who don't like Daniel Jones will say enough of the Daniel Jones excuses, and I do understand that. It becomes tiresome after a while. There have been times I've been ready to tap out on that. But, look, excuses and all that, it, it, it is factual. This is what has happened to this team. They don't protect them. Now, with that, Daniel Jones got paid a hefty sum. Because your offensive line is getting wrecked, there's no excuse that you should be, quote-unquote, skittish in the pocket. And there are probably plays that Daniel Jones is leaving on the field right now. In fact, many on Twitter have pulled up all 22 that there are. Because Daniel Jones is probably a little scared to pull the trigger because right now he has no trust in his offensive line. Well, he better have that trust. And I think he will with Andrew Thomas back there specifically. And then you add in Ben Bredesen as well. They have Jalen Hyatt who can make plays. We haven't had the big Darren Waller game yet, although Darren Waller hasn't been nearly as bad as it, it's been portrayed through three games. Wandell Robinson you saw get way more use. I think the Giants are going to get a lot more creative on offense. And look, without game-wrecking defenses like the Niners and Cowboys in the immediate future, they should be able to, to score some points. And make no mistake, Seattle's going to get Jamal Adams back, and it's a big deal. Tariq Willem was banged up. He'll play in this game as well. But even with Adams coming back, the Seahawks' defense without him let Andy Dalton march up and down the field last week, score 27 points. The Lions were basically in a track meet with the Seahawks. Game went to overtime. They gave a ton of points there. And the Rams, with Matt Stafford with no Cooper Cup, dropped 30 on the Seattle defense. The Seattle defense is ripe for the picking. Now, Kenneth Walker could run three on defense, and the Giants better freaking tackle in this game. They better freaking tackle. Tyler Lockett, D.K. Metcalf are guys who can change the game with big plays, and Geno Smith will have the opportunity to do that versus our young corners. But even if the Seattle Seahawks drop 27, 28 points in this game, that should not mean auto loss for this giant team. This game has to be won by the offense. Look, the defense made strides. They eventually, the dams broke. They let go of the rope versus the San Francisco 49ers, but they did look a hell of a lot better through three quarters than they did versus Arizona in that first half and, of course, the whole Dallas game. The front four needs to wreck things a little bit, including Dexter Lawrence. Kayvon's got to do things. We've been saying this to a blue in the face. But even so, even if the defense gives you a meh kind of game, even if not tackling Kenneth Walker's driving us nuts, if Andrew Thomas and Ben Bredesen are on that field, Daniel Jones has to be a playmaker in this game. He absolutely has to be a playmaker. I think he will. With that, a little fantasy 
versus reality here on a week number four. The fantasy play I'm going to give you. How about Wandell Robinson? Number one, probably not picked up on a lot of teams' fan, people's fantasy teams. And if you're looking for a giant receiver, I think now's the time to buy on Wandell. I was skeptical on how much they'd use him. And they did plenty versus San Francisco. And he looked really good, really sharp running those routes. The Giants still are going to need the quick passing game. They're going to need speed on the field. And he's in year two now, and they've invested a high asset in him in that second-round pick a year ago. I think they're going to continue to feed Wandell. And the last time we saw Wandell before the injury, when he got hurt, that game he got hurt was a 100-yard receiving game. By the way, the only 100-yard receiving game from a giant receiver last year was Wandell Robinson in that game he got hurt. I think we've kind of waited and seen off the torn ACL. But Wandell Robinson, I think, is about to be a big deal for this giant team. And I think it starts this week versus Seattle. Now the reality. The reality is if you don't tackle and you don't win in the trenches both, you're going to lose a game. The Giants cannot be overwhelmed by a meh Seattle presence on the defensive line. This offensive line has to protect. It should go without saying. But on the flip side, they need to pressure Geno Smith in this game, and they can't let Kenneth Walker run through holes. Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams getting paid a ton of money. If Aziz Ojolari plays in this game, they got to get after the quarterback. No more excuses from Kayvon Thibodeau. Win a freaking game in the trenches. They lose every game in the trenches. If they do that and they bottle Kenneth Walker to under, other 100 yards, I had the pathways there for the Giants to keep this game in check with the Seattle offense's sake. And I think that's the reality of what the Giants got to do here. Don't get gashed by Walker. Limit the amount of big plays over the top. And put Seattle in the panic mode in the fourth quarter. This is a freaking home game at MetLife Stadium. This isn't going into loud Seattle like the Giants did last year where Richie James was fumbling and bumbling punts. This has to be done. And if they do, when they do, I believe the Giants, we will be waking up on Tuesday saying, this is a playoff team. They are right there in that next tier in the NFC. So my game pick. I believe the Giants score 30 for the second time this year. And I believe the number is 31 like they did versus Arizona. I believe the defense will have some bend-but-don't-break moments, give you a better effort. It all won't be perfect. And I think the Giants shockingly win a more comfortable game than we think. 31-23, and we all feel way better about this giant team. 31-23. Now, as far as Giants access the rest of the week, Evan and Tiki, obviously WFAN free in the Odyssey app. Everywhere podcasts are available, but live on WFAN every day, 2 to 625. Big Blue Kickoff Live. I'm going to go more in-depth on this game with John Schmelk as we do every Saturday morning. That's right, Saturdays, 9 to 9.30 on WFAN and free on the Odyssey app. Big Blue Kickoff Live. Remember to keep this podcast downloaded, subscribe. We're going to work out some things with a co-host here. I know this hasn't been easy. I know a lot of the other NFL podcasts we have on our 2400 Sports Network, Odyssey Network, have co-hosts. We're working it out. But I thank you guys for sticking with me and getting my Giants' thoughts in your eardrums every single week. 31-23. Believe it, and it will happen. Wandell Robinson, your fantasy play, and get Kenneth Walker bottled up. I'll be back with you Tuesday for a full recap and where we lie in the season. Will the Giants basically feel like they've clinched the playoff spot, or will it feel like a season spiraling out of control? Thank you to my producer, James. Remember, you can follow me at Sean Morash on Twitter at Morash Radio. 
on Instagram. I love you all. Let's go, Giants. Let's get a freaking win. If you're going to this game, get loud. The Giants need this. Let it sound like their Super Bowl because in many ways, it may be. Thank you, everybody, for taking one giant step with me.